So what's happened is you guys did a big worship ceremony festival uh, for Humarked. You've met up with um, Harris and his hero questing party. He's gone on to the next stage of his hero quest and he sent you guys off to um, to do a bit of a clear out through the uh, the hills and then meet him down at the fort in about a week's time. In the process, you've run across a band of brews that are obviously causing trouble and seem to be trying to counter-quest uh, what Harris is doing. You rescued Jean and sort of showed off your skills. Uh, we we diseased the one of the pack brews, uh, sorry, pack bison, and then managed to uh, stop that from dying because it was so um, so badly diseased it was going to die within about sort of 10 minutes um, but Jean stepped up and rescued the, the bison um, you then took off and grabbed the second party of raiding brew and bushwhacked them and took them down after a little while and then um, that followed up with basically you had cast cat's eye on a number of you which gave you the ability to see in the dark for the next basically for that night i think it's six hours or 12 hours whatever, whatever it is so you've used that to um, catch up to where these guys are and you did an ambush on them while you actually attacked their camp so in the process the three endars Tostin and Vdad had snuck up around the top right hand side of the map and had then come in down through the bushwhacked Ebola, who was the guard who was over here. Was that Ebola? Or I thought that was Smellyass. That's why he was guarding, because they didn't oh. want him near the camp. Smellyass was down on the other side, but he came to try and rescue. Oh, uh, yep. okay. So um, initially it was Ebola, but um, Smellyass got there, and Sindred, uh, riding through, trying to charge down the two like the two brew, took out one brew with his lance, and um, the bison took out or knocked unconscious smelly ass, but in the process uh, had to make a compounds five roll or full unconscious due to the, the sheer smell uh, of this guy. Uh, and he fell unconscious and ended up in the middle, like just on the edge of that um, ring, the green ring there, that is why and where um, the effect ends. Um, Hengist and John have ridden up um, from where the kids are, have been left behind and then they've angus has been engaged by a uh, a spirit no a ghost um Indars has just killed this one over here tostin is engaged with um this guy here um villas and has actually just extinguished his torch which means he's now fighting at like minus 25s um to minus 75s depending on where he is on the map and the two big baddies because of the way things have gone have um, thrown the spirits at you guys and then they've vacated and also um, a third a third brew called mucus syndrids come sort of running through trying to get to them um and has been engaged by uh, a fear spirit i think it was or disease spirit or a fear spirit and that's pretty much where we're we're up to uh, do, do i have a uh, oral ready yep Nice. Yep. So you're you're locked and loaded, ready to go. These are spirits, aren't they? There's, that's all that we've got as targets on the screen. No, uh, just down to your south southeast. So um, Villas is the only one that's in easy combat range, and the other two are spirits. And then down further down to the south is the other guys escaping. And with spirits, normal weapons won't hurt them. You have to engage them in spirit combat, or no? Uh, with these particular ones, yes, it's just spirit combat. And what, what what takes damage in sphere combat? Is it pal? 
magic points. Magic points, okay. So your, your current power, basically, yep. So if we start with um, statement of intent from Josh uh, for you and Hengist, and then sort okay. of roll through from there. Um, statement of intent, Hengist. Uh, he's locked in spirit combat, so he's going to continue to engage in that. Um, yep. For Jean, uh, what is what is Hengist? Is 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 he like eyes rolled back in the head? Um, you can see him sort of concentrating hard. The ghost has actually become visible now, and if you wanted to, you could target potentially damaging spells against it, but you don't have anything. I, mean, like I don't it. have those. Nope. Yep. Um, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, potentially the only way that you can support Hengist at the moment would be spirit block or um, spirit. I don't script. think I have that. Uh, you have Spirit Block, which is the Divine Common spell. Oh, I don't think I actually updated my Divine spells. I think you're out of. I think you're out of rune points now. If or you only got one rune point left. Yeah. Let me, let me double check. No, I actually have three of five. Okay. Couldn't couldn't she also engage it in Spirit Combat as well? Well, right now I'm afraid to because my magic points, I only have four left. All right, okay, fair enough. Yeah, she's been busy healing everyone. <laughs> yeah, I cured a bunch of diseases. Um, so that being said, uh, I might want to do, if I'm seeing, so I'm going to go and put, she'll just put her hand on Hengis's shoulder for moral support. And if I see that he's starting to look wrecked, I think I'm going to try comfort song on him to try and support him that way. Okay. Cool. And Hengus is just in the battle. Okay. Yes. Um, so, Tosten, you there? You've got Villas in front of you, and in the last round, uh, last two rounds, you extinguished his um, torch and then um, started laying into him. I'll continue to lay into him. Okay. Um, Vdad, you're sitting up there to the north. What's the range on, like, a wand of befuddle? 50 metres. So they're well out of my range, I think, these guys down here. No, just just inside. 50 metres? Yep. Oh, so I can use befuddle on a spirit? Yep. Okay, so... Yeah, okay, so I'll use the wand of befuddle. First, I've got to do a power v power thing. Yep, I? yeah, so power times five to cast it, and then it'll be the power v power. Okay, and then that just leaves us with Sammy filling in for Enders. I am going to pump the village, evil village guy full of arrows. So that's my power bit, power roll. Okay. That's cool. So it'll go, okay, so your damn befuddle will come off on strike rank two. Um, let's go with, I oh, just might as well complete that then. Um, so, okay, it's got a, it's got 15 magic points left. So your power is what? 12. Okay. So just roll a D hundred. You've got a 35% chance of it working. Right. D hundred. Advanced dice roll. Uh... Okay, so VDAD, you got 85. Uh, so that uh, he rolled work. a critical there. Did he? 
Uh, I was just seeing your glasses <laughs> aren't on your head, so I was just trying to dupe you there. <laughs> Gonna say, oh, playing on the foibles of the GM, are we? Oh. <laughs> okay, so uh, unfortunately that didn't work, Dave. So um, yep. just cross off two magic points. Okay, um, Hingis. Off of the wand. Just of your total magic points. I think you had a magic point store from... Yeah, did you have a Gar Crystal or something? Um, Otherwise, it just comes off yours. On that front page, bottom right-hand side. No, it's just the wand of befuddle in there. That's all. Okay, so um, if you go to the page with your stats on it, go down to the bottom right-hand side, it'll have current magic points down... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that, but I, I thought you said it had 13, 13 points. Oh, no, sorry. That was the, that was the, um, the opponent. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that'll bring us through to uh, Enders. Um, you get half your chance to hit because he's in combat. Yeah. What strike rank are we in? Uh, strike rank one and two. One. Oh, okay. So I got three uh, arrows this round, right? Yep. yep. So you'll be on one, six, and eleven. One, six. Yep. Okay. I think Ender's was wasn't he using some sort of special arrow? No, that was uh, he had saved up the multi missiles, but he used them all trying to take down. Oh, okay. The other guys, and they did okay. nothing for him until right at the end. Do I need to do that? What What is it called? Aim shot, or or can I just? Uh, you're currently at a half chance to hit because um, Tostin's engaged in melee with him. Um, so you can just shoot normally and it would be at half skill. If you try and do an aim shot, you would only have quarter of your normal chance to hit, to actually hit him. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I just shoot normally then? Yep. All right? Yep, go for it. Uh, okay, so 70 oh. out of 140 is a miss. Okay, roll, roll your power, Neil. Uh, power times five. This is the luck roll. Nope. Okie dokie. Um, so four points of damage to the right leg to Tostin. I'm sorry. Uh, right leg bounces off. Yeah, I was going to say you should be safe from that. Okay. <laughs> friendly fire, friendly fire. Blue on blue, blue on blue. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you have a, okay, so uh, strike rank five should bring us through to Tostin. And now what have I got modifiers for, have I got a better chance to hit with? Yeah, you're plus 25 at the moment because um, you're basically counting as surprised because he can't see you. Yeah. And he's at minus 75 to try and hit you. On the right leg. Okay, just bringing up Villas. Now, what was he? Was a heavily, heavily. He was the knobbly headed guy, was he? No, you took him down in um, no time at all. Uh, he was the one just in front of Enders that just I can't remember exactly how you did it, but um, you just took him down in no time at all. Is, gotcha. Okay, five on the right leg. What's this guy? What does he look like? Uh, so he's wearing a scale shirt. On um, yeah, scale Holbrook, he's got um, plate greaves on his arms, but he's only got Kiboli on his legs. 
And any any distinguishing features? Uh, Villas was very fast. Think um, uh, Matrix. He was the guy that moves like a snake. Okay, um, you've definitely hit him, and it has bitten in, but uh, hasn't caused any major damage. Okay. Oh, sorry, it was eight points, wasn't it? I yeah. keep looking at five. Actually, it's caused him serious damage. Ah, good. Doesn't quite take out his leg, but he's looking very, very sad about um, what you just did to him. Good. Okay, just dialing in a bit, sorry, on the screen. Okay, um, VDAD, if you're um, wanting to move, you can move in this next round. Um, Enders, it's to your second shot. I will keep on shooting. And hope that Dustin doesn't die. Is that Sindrid down there, is it? In the red? Yep. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay, so... How many time. hexes is the move, sorry? Again? Uh, if you're, uh, you can cast on that, you can move a full eight hexes if you want to sprint, otherwise just normally three. Yeah, but if I sprint, did I lose my next attack the next round? No. No. No, you've cast your spell and then you can sort of move after that. Okay, so damage six points So to the right arm, that bounces. Wizards past Wizards past Tostin's face, bounces off the armor, and sort of um, Tostin gives you a look over the shoulder. Sort of, this is getting rather close. <laughs> yes, I do. Nah, I'm trying to kill him. Shoot Enders instead. <laughs> oh no, that is Enders. That's Enders shooting at you. Who's that at the top? Oh, he's moved down. V dead. V dead. Yeah. Yeah, there there is no one else for me to shoot. No, not at the moment. Shoot, we're on the gate. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Okay, we've got uh, strike rank six. Okay, and strike rank 11 is your third shot enders before we do the spirit combat. Here we go. Critical friendly fire. Back in no, that's, that, actually, that's impossible. <laughs> it's called a fumble. Okay. I think that bounces again. Yep, does bounce again. Okay, uh, so uh, Hingist with the uh, Spirit Combat. All right. Let me just bring him up here. Now, what am I rolling? Power times five? No, uh, it's Spirit Combat itself. Oh, Spirit Combat, yeah. Not great. Oh, nice. Success. Cool. Just a normal success. 1d4? Uh, hang on, I uh, just need to do the one. Okay, the ghost manages to get a special, so it'll just do a normal damage. Okay, so uh, Hengus takes four points to his magic points. Okay. And does the ghost take three or no? No, so it's just whoever, um, it's a contested role, so it's whoever got the better one. Oh, all right. The difference between editions. Ah, four points, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Cute. Okay, and rolling for Sindrid. Okay, Sindrid got a critical, which is actually going to be bloody awesome. So you're not fighting Shady McShade Face or the Ghost. It wasn't Syphilis, the disease spirit. It is the fear spirit. Okay, so Sindrid's critical means that he gets to do... Some wicked damage. Uh, can someone have a look at the spirit combat sheet? Yep. 
on a special success that rolled spirit damage is doubled so down because it drops one level of success from critical to um because uh, he succeeded yeah so double double spirit combat wasn't it double roll damage i think it was yeah so he does eight points of damage which actually hurts that spirit quite a lot Okay, it's um, basically wiped out half of its hit point, uh, magic points in one go. Ouch. That's pretty impressive. Okay, and uh, that was the end of that round. So, uh, VDAD, you've closed your distance. Um, down the bottom, the three that were running away have um, run, run away a bit further. Um, and Quick question. Just, yep. Uh, when I, I shot the three arrows, can I still move this round? Only at one hex. The just for smelly ass and for um, Boris. I'm just going to make a con roll for each of them. Boris wakes up, and the nicest way to say it is, gets the hell out of dodge. He really didn't like that smell. Okay. Smelly ass awake. And Boris is our friend, right? Boris is our friend, yep. Boris is um, Sindrid's uh, uh, war beast, but um, fell unconscious yep. in the process of charging Smelly Ass. And Smelly Ass is. is Ass. No, Smelly Ass is. Hang on a second. I'm just going to check this. Smelly Ass is awake. And was he, he went unconscious from blood loss, did he? Uh, he took a big hit. And I'm just having to pull them up. Okay, Smelly Ass took a um, a big hit to his left arm, which incapacitated his left arm, and he fell unconscious. Cindred uh, had got him. Cindred uh, had got him in the arm with the lance. Okay, so he literally has uh, got no no arm, but um, is actually then up and trying to get, take stock of what's going on. Okay, uh, so Tostin. Yes. What are, you uh, what are you doing? Oh, the statement of intent? Yep. Oh yeah, still just wailing on this dude. Okay. Uh, V-Dad. Um, these guys, these guys down here, yep. have they moved from there? Uh, that's Sindred and the um, fear spirit he's fighting. Oh, down here? Oh, where were the other two guys that were running away? About the same distance again, further down. Off the map? Pretty, well, out, out of your range of view. Okay, cool. Who are these people down here? They're the kids that you were chasing the, um, the brew to come and rescue. So the only real target that, that's in range is this fella here, the spirit still? Yep. Or this guy that's just got up? Yep. From what, from what you've seen so far... Um, that smelly ass has a a real potential to cause havoc. Right. Is there any anybody else in that vicinity that belongs to us? Like these guys are unconscious and not ours, are they? No, they're, they're dead. The two with the crosses in them are dead. Okay. I'm just going to open up a fissure underneath them. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay, we'll come back to that in a second. Okay. Um, similar. Uh, Hengist is going to continue, and John. Um, 
Well, are these ghosts undead? Yep. So can Hengist use his turn uh, undead? No, sorry. No, they're not undead. They're um, they're spirits. Okay. Um, yeah. So Hengist will have to continue, but the the icon's actually not modifying. He doesn't have thirteen magic points. He's down to six right now. Um. So for Jean, what does the where did I have that recorded? Okay, done it. Here we go. What does the um, spirit block do? Okay, it adds, uh, used to add 10 points to, hang on, I'll look it up. Cause I got it's it on cha- 341 here. I'll look it up if you want. Yeah, I got it. It's on page 341. Um, I think it's spirit block. This spell helps protect the recipient from attack by spirits. Each point of the spell acts as spiritual armor and absorbs two points of magic point damage in spirit combat. There we go. Did you not? I think you already cast that. I cast that last last game. I, I don't know. Is that why he has 13 when he really has six? I don't know. Uh, not sure. I'll, um, I'll scroll up and have a squeeze. Yep. He does, actually, no, you're right. He does have one point of that already up. And if you cast another point over top of him, it won't do anything. It'll just waste a rune point. Um, so I'll just reduce the damage he took then by two. Okay. All right. Um, not a lot I can do it for him, but let's see. So this um, comfort song, if his magic goes below zero, he'll still continue to engage in the spirit combat? If his magic points get down to zero, he's unconscious. Even with the comfort song? Uh, I can't remember what comfort song does, but... Uh, it says that... Let's see. It says that... Uh, things, which keeps all listeners from feeling pain, effectively anesthetizing the body while still permitting consciousness. Yep, so just uh, it w- if he was in physical combat, yes, it would keep him going, um, but no, not in spirit combat. Okay, yeah, I can't do it. I'm just going to give him a little shoulder rub. You got this? <laughs> yeah, Come on, this. big boy. <laughs> you can do it. This is all about the meaning of life. <laughs> and I say, this is a philosophical question here, Hengist. Can you or can you not best a ghost? Mm-hmm. The irony of a Humakti philosopher. Spirit combat is scary. Hey, it's it's one of those things now with the way they've set it up because you're not chipping away at each other round after round. It tends to be big hits um, on either side and all of a sudden you can see half your magic points disappear just like that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's Josh and Sammy. Yeah, you've made your move. So what are you looking to do? I... I can see the smelly as getting back up. Can I? Yep. Alrighty. Uh, what kind of armor does he have? Smelly ass. The best way to describe it would be very stinky and dirty, but um, he's just wearing hard leather and a um, line of thorax on his body. Okay. Torsten seems to have that villas well under control, so I'm coming to start shooting at the smelly ass. Yep. Okay, and you will get a plus 25 to that because you are an unseen target, completely surprised, so he's got no idea you're there. 
Okay. So um, order of shooting at the moment will be, we'll go with uh, Enders, then um, Vdad, and then um, Tostin, and go from there. Cool. Right. So Enders, first shot. Sure. That was the first shot with still using those shit arrows. Yeah, he used up all the multi missiles last week. Yeah. Okay, so I, I still have some some uh, magic points, but I don't really want to use them with the, so many spirits around. Yep. <laughs> yep. I can leave you in a rather weakened state. Okay, so the first one hits and bounces. Okay, uh, this is now VDAD, so power times five to roll the, um, to cast the spell. Oh, can I use one of my affinities first? Yep. Okay, so you're going to add 20% to your chance to cast. Did that roll? It didn't, yep. even didn't even register on my thing. Uh, so 20%, so what was it, power five? Yep. Just add 20 to it. Just misses. Not with minus 20. Oh, yeah, 64. Yeah, still does. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, that's the second round. So, uh, strike rank five, VDAD. Uh, sorry, Tostin. God, I keep getting those two confused today. Let's go. <clears throat> so, because it's a rune, rune spell, so does that mean it just doesn't go off? Or what does that it mean? Just, um, so or just it cost you no Yeah, uh, basically you went, you waved your magic wand and your magic wand went fit. That just fizzled and didn't actually go off. It hasn't cost you any magic uh, points. Oh, I didn't use a wand. I was no, no. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, dude. Oh, freaking wrong spell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it just doesn't go off. No, no, no real yeah. points. No cost. It just didn't. Go All right. Mm -hmm. It's an hit. Is it, is oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, back it up. Uh, we'll do your damage in a second, Tosin. Okay, so um, you do your Earth Affinity. Yep, you've done your Earth Affinity, haven't you? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so that was plus 20. Yep, sorry, I was looking at two different things here. So, um, so 70%. Okay, now roll your Earth Rune again. Uh, to actually cast the spell. Earthrune. Yep. So it comes off uh, this time and it opens up underneath him. So he has uh, to make a, what is it? It's a dex times three or he falls into the hole. Uh, just a second. I'll just read it for you. Uh, Fisher. So I've just expended two rune points on that as well. Yep. So it's actually 10 meters long, two meters wide and 10 meters deep. Okay, can you can you draw in there exactly? So each hex is three meters. So you just draw in there. Yep, um, but I'll just give you this this thing in reference to. Um, it's not under a wall. No, 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 no. If the chasm is formed underneath the target, the target must roll dex by three or fall into it, taking one to six falling damage per three meter depth of the chasm. Okie dokie, so just let me draw it in. Oh, what did I say? Shit. 10 metres by 5 metres or so. And, and 10 metres deep. Okay, he failed his dex roll. Bye-bye. 
Could you so what, once you've done um once you've done um doing your your pit and showing me just how many bodies are going to fall into it change his name to long drop <laughs> it's going to be a bit like that oh shit! i chose the color of your background that's right it shows so it's one, two, three. So that each one was three meters. You said, wasn't it? Yep. So it's that long. Cool. So you basically picked up the picked up the bodies and that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. So he falls. So roll your damage. I think it's two d six. For every three meters, it should be three d six. No. Yep. So go for Ten it. Ten meters. Oh, PC. Okay. And roll location. Ah, uh, location. Do you have a bar for that? Do you have a macro for that? Any? Uh, just down the just down the bottom of your um, main oh, character sheet. Yep. Right arm. So his left arm was already munted. Now his right arm is um is now incapacitated. So he's definitely not going to be able to climb out. And looking at that, there's no armor protects. He was he the one with the gem in his forehead. No, that's a bowler, the one next to it that's also fallen into the pit. Oh, that's all right. It's only 10 metres down. Okay. Smelly ass. Uh, uh, uh. And then croaks. I was going to say we could get him to throw it up, but he's got no arms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the problem with that is, of course, that anyone going down into the pit... Um, to try and sort of get anything has to still deal with the smell because it hasn't gone away. Mm. Now it's concentrated in the bottom of a pit. Snoo will be gutted. We just burned a bit and, and go after that. Yeah, Snoo Snoo will be absolutely gutted because it was a huge big emerald in the um, centre of the guy's forehead. Okay. What I need, what I need to be able to do is do reverse spell and do close fisher and look at whoever looking at that gem and look at them and snap my fingers and watch it close. Looks like you've got yeah. to dig ten meters now. Bang! <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's where you want the dwarf from the um, Red Moon Rising game that can just turn around and make all that earth just disappear. <laughs> he buried the the lunar bodies. Okay, so. Tostin, you hit, and you did 10 points of damage. Um, I'm not even going to bother rolling the parry for the simple fact that the guy's got a 5% chance only. Go on, do it anyway. Might fumble. Here it comes. Womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. So 10 points of damage to the... Right. Right leg. Okay, poor old Villas. He looks like he's a, um, a Kiwi football player. Okay, two points of three points of armor from the Kiabolly. Okay, seven points get through. He's only got six points in the leg. He's going to fall to the ground anyway. And he, oh, he's still alive, just but still alive. Okay, doing a con roll to see. Okay, he is still conscious and still able to operate um 
He has no means of healing himself other than first aid, so he is going to try and staunch his wound because uh, he will now be bleeding out at um, one per round. That's good. Well, he's going to get an aimed shot to the head the next round, so better you better staunch it pretty damn well. Yep. Okay, that was bloody lethal. I'll change my intent as smelly ass isn't on the field anymore and just try to look around to see if anything's trying to sneak up on us. Okay, uh, wrong with scan roll. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Just going to alter something for you. If you ever looked um, around the map, um, you should now have a greater view of the map. Alrighty. I'll try. Yeah, you might just want to roll out. Okay. Um, so from what you've seen in the last couple of rounds, Sammy, um, this mucus has sort of taken off down to the southeast and uh, Tusa and the Kraken have uh, bolted to the south. All right. Um, they may or may not be actually in your range now. Okay, so that was um, that was on five, six is movement, so those guys are going to um, complete their movement. Okay, um, can't do anything with one. Okay, I'm going to have a random... Nope, can't even do that because he's just been hit. Okay, so uh, that was on six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven is done, so twelve is going to be spirit combat. Okay, Hengist. Hengist. Special. Okay, so roll normal spirit combat damage because you... So for him, it's 1d6 plus 3. Yep. Okay. So you should just be able to um, hit that button. Oh. Nice. Whoa. Nine points. Max damage. That's pretty awesome. It's from that shoulder rub from Jean. She's got special properties in those hands. <laughs> you guys were probably thinking when I said it, it's not going to help. That is true. Did not believe in the magic fingers. If a ghost could look sick, the ghost is looking sick. Nice. Extra transparent. Yeah, looking very thin now. Um... I don't know how much of that's actually showing for you guys. Very good, Hengust. That was very good. Okay, and now for Sindrid. See, I, I, the fact that you guys wrecked my spirit called Shady McShadeface is gutting. But Okay, so we had a fail versus a normal success. Is this just normal spirit combat, or is it the, yep. um, the scary shit? Uh, normal spirit combat. So five points off um, Sindrid. Sindrid's actually starting to look a little bit, I don't know what the word would be. Um, it's He basically took half his uh, magic points in that hit. Now, none of us can actually engage in spirit combat, can we? We need to be engaged. I think there's funny rules. Um, just bringing it up. For a, yeah, it's a ghost, isn't it? I think 
I think if it's if it's materialized, we can. Is that right? Yep. So they're both they're both now visible. They're both actually materialized on the plane to actually engage in the combat. So one's a ghost and one's a fear spirit. Okay. Any number of discorporate spirits may attack a single entity at a time. So you can cast spells at it. Once a corporal being is engaged in spirit combat, they may not attempt any skill or engage any physical melee combat with a separate physical melee target without first succeeding at an intelligence check. Uh, they may choose to attack the spirit attacking them using enchanted weapons without succeeding at a concentra concentration check. Okay, corporal beings engaged in spirit combat may cast a spell if they succeed at a concentration check. Does that mean that if I uh, shoot it with uh, uh, multi speed art, it takes yeah? Uh, speed art would speed art would definitely damage it because it counts as enchanted as magical damage. Yeah, but multi missile. Yeah, it's no, it uh, it's just a normal. Yeah, just an extra extra arrow basically. Yep. So the way I read that, lots and lots of spirits can attack one person, but only one person, only whatever has engaged, been engaged by the spirit, can actually attack it. But because it's visible, you guys can cast spells at it or attack it with magical weapons. Does anyone have magical weapons? I do. Well, no, not a magical weapon. I have a magical loot. <laughs> do, yeah. do, do a Hendrix on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hendrix move, yeah. I say magical lady smash. <laughs> someone did have a someone had a magical weapon. Someone yep. did. So uh, Hingist actually has blade sharp, but hasn't got it cast at the moment. No, 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 but somebody had a normal magical weapon. We got a magical weapon from somewhere. There was a sword or something. Someone picked it up because I remember I was carrying it or something and then we, what did we sell it? Probably sold it. There was a um, weapon with a matrix in it, Blade Sharp 2 or something, yeah. Oh, and then um, there, of course, is the uh, Blade Matrix that Hengist is carrying. But of course. Oh, shit, Hengist does have the Blade Sharp sword. Yeah. So he can attack the spirit with his weapon, can he not? Yeah, okay, perfect. So it's, yeah, so it's one or the other. Oh, well, I'm going to use the blade sharp sword. Just remember that only the blade sharp does damage, whereas if when he does damage, uh, what does he do, a d6 or a d6 plus 3 damage when he actually does spirit combat? So the blade sharp sword is a 1d8 plus 5. So what's... Yeah, but it would only do 4 points of damage. All right. Okay. What's your percentage with spirit combat as compared to your spirits? Your... Well, spirit combat percentage, I think, is 40 or 45, but his sword is 95. Sword's 95 yeah, yeah, so you're going to hit more with your sword than you are with your spirit yeah. combat. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Well, okay. I'll wait till statement of yeah, intent. Well, well, we're basically there now, so... Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Jean's going to light her loot on fire in preparation to hit the spirit with it. <laughs> nice. I say, um, this will be like a coffin next to the bar to Enders. Well, you know, I could, I could also get my mouth harp and go and stab it with my mouth harp. <laughs> 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 
because it's actually magical. <laughs> no. Uh, she'll keep doing her. Does it meditate? Will that help him at all? No, not him, but... Um, I'll just try and meditate to send good vibes his way. And if I get it, I can tick that box. Um, no, but yeah, no. uh, Hengist is going to... Uh, what? I'd say it won't tick the box. <laughs> uh, uh, Hengist is going to... Um, yeah, do the blade sharp sword attack. Okay. Okay, so that's uh, Hengist taking care of Tostin. Um, you've cleaved this guy to the ground. He's not doing anything. You're doing the aim shot to the head. Correct. Okay, so you get another plus 40 because he's to the ground. Yep. Okay, Indars. I am going to walk over to Willis and take my uh, spear. I think I have and, and hit it. With that, if if Torstan doesn't kill it. Okay, you can move. One, two, three. No, I have a sword actually. Yeah. You got. You can move three strike ranks and still make your attack at the end of the round, or you can just try and charge through and bowl them over. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just move right next to it so I can hit yep. it next round. Yep. If okay, they... and V dead. Okay. Or? Am I what? No, 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 no. Because I mean, he's he seems to have it under control with the amount of people that are on him. Um, because Sindrid's all the way down the bottom, isn't he? Yep. So he's fifty fifty meters away. So that's still in my spell range. Is that right? Yep. Okay. So it's any rune. So I can cast a spirit block on him. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's 160 metres with Spirit Block, yep. So... Uh, just check whether or not it's touch or not. It just says ranged. Ranged, temporal, Perfect. stackable. Yep, so 160 metre range. So you can cast Spirit Block on him, and that would give him two points of armour. That's for each point that I use. Is that right? Right. Okay, yep. Just let me see how much I've got. So I've got two. I'll give him four of my current point. Oh, I'll cast a spell first. Remember, it's a divine spell, so or a rune magic spell, so it's only whatever rune points you got. Uh, no, it's a spirit magic spell. Spirit screen is the spirit magic one, and spirit block is the rune magic one. What am I looking then? Okay, so... Okay, so I'll need to go back to that and have a look. Because it means I've put them all in the wrong place. Oh, yeah, there's common rune magic. Yep, I see what you're doing. So what was the spirit? What? Ah, uh, spirit, spirit screen, screen, but I don't think you've got it because Marin Gore's not got that one. Um, but, yeah, spirit block, if you've got rune points left, you can bang them into them. No, I've got no rune points left. I'm at zero. Uh, I'll just do the befuddle then. Okay. Uh, sure. So what what rune for that? Doesn't matter, does it? It's any... Uh, power times five for befuddle. Yep. Uh, okay, so strike rank one is everyone moving, so strike rank two is befuddle. Okay, you've still got a um, plus 20 because of that other rune enhancement, so that'll work. Okay, so now it's your power versus its magic points. So your power is 12, is it? Okay, its magic points are down to 
nine, so you've got a 65% chance of it working. So just roll die 100? Yep. So with the plus 20 or no? Oh, you got it. No, but it, um, no, that was just for the chance to cast. So, yep. So, the spirit is befuddled. Okay. Um, and just remember to tick your power. Okay, so that was on two, on three, on four, on five is Tostin. Okay. The guy can't even parry. Ugh, four to the head. Okay, four points to the head. Hang on. The battle axe is not 1d8. It's 1d8 plus two, isn't it? Yep. Okay, that is wrong. Has it been like that all the time? Spewing. <laughs> okay, so that's two, so six damage to the head. Six damage to the head, yep. So uh, that's right, aim shot, so it's at the end of the round, so that's 12. And, I okay, see, yep. Enders gets over there by the end of the round. Uh, that'll go spirit damage, and the other, the other baddies are way off the edge of the map now. Mucus has made it to safety. Son of a bitch. For now. For now. Okay, so... Was he our target? Uh, he was one of the guys. He was um, he was a target, but then he ran away because he didn't like the fact that he got hurt. Now he got demoralized. Okay, so uh, spirit combat. Um, oh, was he supposed to attack in strike rank six? Ah uh, no no it was twelve yeah, so that's why I'm just sort of doing a catch up on that so um so now we'll be Hengist with his sword special okay so that will be I'll roll it as eight points of damage okay Ghosty is dead that's nice. Don't know how that actually works out, having a ghosty that's dead, but um, it's definitely dissolved. You know, this big well of blackness and um, nastiness that's been trying to wrap Hengist up and um, has just vaporized as he's uh, swiped his sword through him. In fact, he would have impaled it with it. Would look really funny, big sort of sword going <clears throat> through the middle of the blackness and then it disappears. Okay, so um, make sure that you've ticked his power. Uh, and also just note that um, he defeated the goat, uh, the goat, the fucking ghost. Okay, and it'll be Sindred just to get through there. But that spirit is uh, befuddled, so it, yeah, it's it does. Okay. It does need a chance to hit back. Okay. Okay. That spirit is um, completely lost at the moment, trying to um, do it. At the end of that round, those um, Sindrid's done three points of damage to him. So he will, down the next round, try and shake off the befuddle. Okay. Um, so, summaries up to this point, we've got uh, Enders is closed um, to get a shot this coming round. Um, Tostin did the angle at the end of that round and did minimal damage to the head. Um, he just so he's stuck. not dead? No. 
is only barely alive, but not dead. Oh, you guys can't see their health bars, can you? No, we can. Yep, so he's down to very minimal uh, hit points. Um, Hingis killed the ghost. Uh, V-Dad has befuddled um, the other one and taken out, um, got rid of the three bodies and taken out Smelly Ass. Boris is meandering around over here on the side, wandering off down to find Hengist. Uh, sorry, to find Sindred. The kids are still huddled around the fire. Okay, so statements of intent for what could well be the final round of combat. Let's go with Tostin. I'll just do a normal a normal hit. So strike rank six, yep. Five. Uh, five, yep. Okay, uh, V-Dad. I don't have access to anything really from. Oh, I can. Yep, that's use right. The spirit's already befuddled, uh, and it won't. It'll try it's, and shake it down, off at down the end of this round. Well, that spirit's already befuddled, isn't it? Villas. So the only yep. real target is this. Oh, sorry. And he's taking this another point of damage. I can befuddle him. Bleeding. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. So roll power. Boom. Okay, it comes off, and he has he has sixteen magic points. So you have a thirty percent chance of success. Thirty, thirty. Yep. I uh, sorry. Oh, right. I'll just roll. Oh, it. Yeah. So, yeah. Nailed him. Poor guy's got no idea what the hell's going on. All of a sudden, you know, out of the darkness, blades keep sort of slashing into him. He can't see anything other than sort of a quick blur. Uh, every time he tries to parry, it sort of fails miserably, can't hit anything, and then all of a sudden he's completely and utterly lost with what to do. Yep, it's, this is a great battle. Oh, boo-hoo. No, God, Fed, come my, save me. Can I use my uh, hate cave passion to uh, augment my my broadsword? Ah, uh, your hate chaos, yep. So yeah. um, you can roll that. And... This is access. Yep. I have a plus forty modifier on, on my weapons, but I don't think that should be for the broadsword. So. Uh you've got plus forty because he's on the ground. And okay. you have yeah, apart from that you have no other. Uh so yeah, so you've got a total of plus sixty percent chance to hit him on the ground. That's nice. So I'm uh what's what's your strike rank? Five. Okay, so both you and um, Tostin will go off on the same round. So on the same strike rank, so go for it. And Tostin. Oh. <laughs> yes. I think it's done. Okay. Critical to the abdomen. <laughs> okay. So both of you rush up, like have um, Enders has rushed up beside it. Gone, stab and hit it in the uh, left arm for a very solid hit. And at the same time, Tostin sort of slams his battle axe into the, um, into the gut and literally decapitate. You know, it's, what's the word? If it's not decapitate if it's going through the gut, but definitely cleaves him in two. So he's just taken in that one strike rank a total of 35. I oh, know because his armor. Yeah, so, he, so he's taken uh, 23 points to the abdomen, which means he's probably just taken 12, and he's taken another um, 9 to the arm. 
I'll put the obligatory X. I'll put the obligatory X on him. He is That's well and truly dead. Bad because we're now going to be sprayed with brew guts. Yeah. So, roll. You might as well roll your luck now. So, um, power times three for both. Is that your making that dinner in the background? Is it? Uh, it's the neighbour with the saw. <laughs> so, uh, power times three. Yep, power times three. Oh, three, sorry. Uh, three. I succeed. It's a failure. Okay. So, Enders could be very unlucky. No, please, no. <clears throat> okay. And what'd you do? You did 23 <clears throat> hit points, didn't you, to the abdomen? Yeah. You took 14 of that. No, it was a critical. Yeah, but it maxed out at 14. <laughs> all right. It's all he could take. <laughs> yeah. He's ended up on negative 19 hit points. <laughs> Jesus. It's amazing when you get hit like that all in one big round. Okay, that brings us down to Sindred the Slayer versus the Spirit. Okay, Sindred gears himself up and goes to use... None of his runes because none of them will count. Unfortunately, not chaos. Hey, chaos. Oh, no, that's not chaos. Yeah. It's quite good as everything dies. I actually can clear up some space. <laughs> we do our best. Oh, both of them failed their rolls, thankfully. What was this one for? Uh, that was Sindred and the Fear Spirit in combat. Oh, sorry, yeah, he is. So he didn't even get to do that. I'll just roll now to see if he can get out. He's befuddled, he, isn't he? He thought he did really, really well. He thought he did. He thought he did. <laughs> He's good. He, uh, befuddled, yeah. I yep. think I think I did that. Yeah. All of a sudden, the spirit um, looks at Sindred and then sort of looks around and shoots off. Now it's got a power of... Doesn't it need to uh, run over? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just having a look. It's got a move of 17. All of a sudden that spirit just goes dunk, 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 dunk. Okay. It's mistaken who's the bad guys. It is off chasing its previous owner. Yep. The problems the problems when you give spirits int. Okay. So at the end of that round, that spirit has disengaged and taken off after Tears of the Terrible. Everything that's on the field that was a brew is dead, and the spirit is taken care of. Uh, the ghost is dead, and that is the end of combat. You guys, it didn't quite work to the original plan, but it has worked. I'll try to find him. I'm going to go check on the kids. The kids. Find any, any, uh, Anybody need any healing? Yep. So you're running around looking for arrows. Actually, um, so VDAD, Tostin, and um, Enders are the three that can see everything just as normal. Um, everyone else is still relying on using... Uh, 
uh, torches to keep themselves going. Where did um, Boris get to in the end? Boris, that's only been two rounds since Boris woke up, so he's only got to there. All right, cool. He was just sort of meandering off towards um, um, Sindrid. Okay, uh, I'll let you guys just sort of chat for a minute and I'll be back in about 60 seconds. That's how long it takes to murder a neighbour. I was going to say, um, just work out um, what she's going to do. Um, I know Snoo was seriously wanting that gem, but it's now at the bottom of the pit with its full of smelly stuff. Well, does anyone have any any uh, fire spells that they can actually burn the pit down? No, I've only got extinguish, not ignite. Yeah, she's a super healer. Yeah, she does, but I don't think that applies to a stench. No, the smell's chaotic feature. And also, I have three rune points, and there's three kids, so I need to check to see if they have yeah. diseases first. Oh, I can actually see the kids now. I'm actually going to try not to use the rune points. I think I can just treat disease. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Just you just buffer yourself. Take time to do the skill, and then use one of your runes to enhance it, and then do a time because you can take time. And if you take the time, you get more of a bonus to your skill. So. Okay. I'm not sure whether we're we're supposed to be seeing it, but two of those kids have got what looks like bio. Oh yeah, they do. Sides on them, and they're not in suits. Yeah, so I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and do the. Yeah, let's see. Would that be a fertility or harmony? Maybe a harmony. Let's well, which one's the better? Because it has fertility and harmony, doesn't it? They're both equal, and then my moon is also equal. They're all three are eighty. All uh, right, buff you. Is this is this buff yeah. still? Treat disease. I didn't roll for some reason. Oh, critical. Boom. So I mean I get plus fifty. Tick. Yeah. Oh, my fucking mm -hmm. cure disease gets a mod of fifty now. These kids are gonna have cancer cured that hasn't even grown yet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Which one was that? that was my harmony. Uh, so I just rolled a crit to buff my skill for harmony to treat disease on these children. Okay. So um, what is it? There's a special skill for Chilana Roy, isn't it, that they can detect disease just by... Yeah, they can detect it. Oh, yeah, that's it. right. There was. I was trying to find that. I thought there was, but I couldn't find it in my notes. I don't know where I have that. It's just by looking. So you don't have to make a roll or anything. You just look at them and go, yep. yeah, you're fucked. You're going to die in five days. Yep. <laughs> you're fucked, dude. You've got about five years. Go and make a roll. That's why I thought naming the brew like a bowl of um, <laughs> that sort of stuff was always a good move. I'm going to treat the disease on these children. Okay, so treat disease gives them an enhanced chance to resist any disease. Um, so when you get there, you notice that the two, the one in the brown and the one in the sort of whitey, beigey colour, uh, they are actually diseased. Um, 
but the other one you sense that there's something a bit different um you can sense the disease but um she's not actually diseased hmm well I'll treat her for disease regardless anyway okay so uh, rolling for the one on the left yep it left mid uh i got the left already that that was the middle this is the one on the right special on the right okay cool so that gives them a very good chance of resisting on their next rolls okay and do i notice anything different now that i've done that with the one in the middle or am i still um, noticing the same she's she's not actually diseased hmm so a patient zero scenario <laughs> Spirit possession. <laughs> yeah. uh, roll your cult law for Chalana Arroy. Okay, not really as high as it should be, considering all. But <laughs> oh well, my my skills are buffed. To, right? Uh, no, not, not everything. Law? No, not everything. Just, yeah. just the one. Okay. So, uh, do you have a fire room? I do not. I mean, I have a fire rune, but no What's points. What's the percentage in it. on it? Okay, no. Uh, do you have um, Earth seventy, Moon eighty, Fertility eighty, Harmony eighty, Fire twenty. What about on your passions? What do you have there? Oh, passions. Here we go. Devotion, Chalana Aroy. Uh, fear, dragons. Loyalty to the Sisters of Mercy. Loyalty to family and loyalty to the Great Hospital. Okay. I'll let you roll on the devotion, Chalana Arroy. Okay, that will help. Do I get the um, boost to this or no? Uh, this is the one that's looking to boost uh, your other thing, so it's just a straight roll. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Success. Right. Okay, so so you get a plus 20 on your cult lore, Chalana Arroy. Okay. That looks slightly better, 100% increase. Oh, just made it. Okie dokie. So, in the classes that you were probably skipping um, because you were helping out in the hospital, etc. Um, I was snogging the boys. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, um, they talk about the fact that one of Brew's favorite tactics is to cast... Um, a carry disease spell on a target and then they'd send them off back into um, circulation where they spread the disease. They're immune to that disease. Oh, no. But they actually this still able to spread it. Okay, what can I do about that? So, the other two... Cure all diseases with the rune magic? <laughs> <laughs> Good move. Okay, so Enders is out to make sure they can burn everything. Well, I mean, the shit that won't burn is like gem and stuff like that, so. Oh, what a pity. Well, Mike. Well, if this kid, if this kid is immune to disease, get her to drag the dead brood okay, at once. It's, it's, so it's, a, it's, it's an eight or nine-year-old kid. It's not going yeah, to mentally yeah. scar her or anything. And it's, it's the smell that's you have to, the problem. You have to chop the bodies up for the kids so they can, can you do it piece by piece. Can you do a dispel magic? Yeah, I was just checking Hengus's, uh I think he has a dispel magic. He has a counter magic. I don't think that's... Yeah, he has a dismiss magic. 
and it says variant. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yes. so so he can cast it at a um, number of points. So I think he's got two rune points left from memory because he used his spirit block on one of the earlier ones. But by the same token, too, if he's going to do it, I'd use one of his as a, as a buff and then take time as well. Do a ritual or something like that. Take the yep. time to do it. Casting is not going to be a huge issue. It's just um, will it or won't it work. But the longer he takes to cast a spell, the more you add to it, the more chance you have of making it work. Yep. All right. Yep. So, so what happened? So, so all right, Joan's going to tell the rest of the party. Uh, this child has been uh, a spell of disease cast on him, and yeah. it uh, spreads the disease to the others. We must use a dismiss magic. And the hangers is like, well, I've dismissed magic. So uh, let's take this child off to the side. So Joan's going to be real maternal. Don't worry, nothing to fear. And then uh, Hengus will do his little ritual stuff. Are there rolls that go with that? Nah, no, just uh, kind of add to the overall percentage. So basically, as long as you don't roll 96 to 100, the, the spell will cast. Okay. Now, what what is he rolling? Is it a power? Ah, uh, it's the rune. So, um, it's whatever, oh. whatever your highest rune is is what will actually cast. Um, oh, it doesn't have to be associated with the spell. No, ah, uh, because just just magic's um, a common spell. So the next question is: Are you going to cast one rune point or two rune points? Hmm. Well, he only has two rune points left, so I think I should only cast one. Uh, how powerful is the spell? Did I was I able to? You don't know. Discern that with it's not within your um, your purvey. Um, you haven't got anyone here that can necessarily see the magic. Um, I'm just All trying right. to think. Well, Hengus wants to cast one, but John's going to convince him to cast two. She'll plead with him a little bit. But with Joan, didn't didn't she recognise the carrier in the first place? Yeah, it's just so the the, can... the strength of the spell. So she could she could actually see whether it it was still there or not because she recognised it in the first place. No. Uh, she guessed that it, this is what they've done. She couldn't. She she could sense disease in the other two and sense a presence of disease, but not actually. Um, she didn't recognise that this one was actually. So don't um, undisease everybody because we need to see if this child diseases when we put it with someone else with chicken pox. <laughs> We're going to give it an autoimmunity <laughs> by itself. We do this. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah. Let's have a soul waste party. Trouble is, if you do that and you don't, it's going to get autism, not, not the disease. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you still don't know whether or not Enders has got autism or not. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You can have a bloody good guess there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let alone Boris. Poor old Boris um, smashed through our uh, smelly bum. So he'll attempt his two, to, with two rune points. He'll utilize two rune points on this. And uh, so with taking my time, do I get a boost to the rune roll? So, don't, uh, yeah, it does. So just anything that's not a 96 or 100. Um, All right, I'll just roll a normal D100. 
I wonder if I should use this death rune since that box isn't ticked yet. I'll, I'll do that. Ah, uh, it's just a generics, generic one. So whichever way you go, uh, it's not, it's nothing. not, a, it's not an actual rune. It's not an actual rune thing. It's just a straight casting spell. Okay, so it succeeds, and you uh, uh, then go along and do your, you know, pr Professor X. Can I sense anything here? And mm -hmm. you cannot um, sense any disease anymore. John doesn't sense anything. No, John's John sort of senses no presence of disease anymore. All right, she jumps up and down. Yay! <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Thank you, Hengist. We need to have a sleep sometime soon because our magic points are just wrecked. Yeah. Yeah, pretty brutal. Yeah, so... Probably not here, where all this disease is. Did the, disease um, the DNA is spread everywhere. Did they bounce, but they didn't leave anything? They just, just legged it? Uh, you notice that there wasn't a lot other than, say, like a few, a few food supplies around the campfire, um, and everyone seemed to be carrying their own weapons, etc. Um, and there's not much apart from that. I would say that we do not want to eat any food that we can find from here. No. Yeah. So, um, you're looking to move all those bodies down into the, the pit and burn them? Yeah. You might as well just get Enders to do it since he's already diseased. Is Enders diseased? I thought I cured him last game. Oh, that just happened. That's right. Oh. Unlucky. Yeah. Don't worry, you didn't fumble. Yeah, that's true. That's all he was worried about, as long as you don't fumble. <laughs> Actually, yeah, once he's done, I'll do my cure disease on him as well. Okay, Boris stops being sick. So after about an hour, um, after about an hour, you haven't killed the kids. Um, Yay. Well, it was a tough moral choice there, I think, you know, for the better of society if you had have killed three young children versus um, letting them spread disease out into the world. Okay, and you throw, you know, throw a bit of oil in and you throw a torch in and um, woof, there's this giant bonfire. Um, the wind is currently blowing from left to right on the screen. Where is everyone going to stand? On the left side of the fire? Yeah, I'm left right. upwind of the fire. Yeah. So everyone's going to be standing over here. Yeah, I've just I've just moved myself. Yeah. Okay. So Do we have control of the children. Oh, I can't move the kids. No, nah, that's cool. I'll just sort of take them as being wherever you guys are. Um, okay. So, so this has all taken like an hour or so to get to this point. Then all of a sudden you light the big bonfire and sort of. Um, Oof, everything goes up in flames. There's a lot of sizzle and crack and pop. Now, Ugh. after a while, all of a sudden, there's a huge boof. I mean, like an amazingly big fireball goes off. Oh, the gem. Damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, belch. So... Um, just everyone mark out where you are, just so I can sort of measure the effect. Uh, 
if you um it's like a greeny yellow tinge of flame it sort of reminds you a bit of um the battle of blackwater cool too soon glenn <laughs> stannis the menace lost that battle okay so this explosion goes off basically the area that um smelly bums uh, aura takes up is about the distance that everything sort of goes and it like you see bodies fly up into the air so basically what happened was belch um was the one that had the flame around his mouth um you know he had the singed marks um from where he had burns around his face uh it was him going up basically the glands that allowed him to breathe fire all exploded it reminds you in does a bit of when you sort of just about lost your arm um and reaching out that that fire gem so that was a huge explosion and you, know, you see bits and pieces scattered everywhere but you notice that everything that comes out is covered in that is making everything burn better effectively it's just had greek fire spread across everything that was in there so it's now burning hotter and faster than what it was before uh, but it did spray out a couple of meters um, from the actual fissure so you guys have no one's been damaged from it but um and everything's burning so there's nothing going to be left to contaminate everyone at the end of about an hour so we've got through to about three in the morning now and um you've got rid of the remains you've got rid of the fire and all there is is just uh ash at the bottom um this has made sure that everything has been disintegrated of the bodies is can we see the gem down there uh, at the moment it's just a whole lot of ash i think we need to wait wait until the morning <clears throat> and in the morning we can go and take the gym i think it's too hot at the moment if, if it just gone down hot stuff so if we sleep for night now and and in the morning we can go and salvage the good stuff okay what do you guys think what was that sorry if we take a sleep now and, and in the morning we can go go to the pit and take the good stuff yeah how far away are we from the from the homestead that these kids have come from uh you're about four to six hours travel because they're from two different homesteads yeah but don't we know that hasn't been the case yep. where we've been going there everybody's dead anyway so we need to take them to another homestead like we did before those ones that we uh, dropped no, that, off. Didn't that we drop some off at another homestead? Invaded. That um, been so there. that's the kids that were on the left-hand side of the page. You've got a gaggle of children now. Yeah, maybe we should rest up at least until first light anyway. Yeah, and to it, just to remember, two of them are actually suffering the effects of disease uh, and you've cured the other one of the spell uh, that it was carrying. Oh, didn't you do treat disease? Uh, yep, but it don't, what it does is it gives them a roll, uh, enhanced chance on their next roll. Are they contagious? At the moment, they're isolated, so you're not sure. Depends on how that. depends on how serious you want to be with the old soul waste party. <laughs> well, I'll leave that up to Jean that she's got it in hand. Will do. Um, how close are we to my height of land? Uh, quite a way away. Are we? Okay. So I suppose we, if we're staying here the night, we'll just back up into the 
into the wooded areas and just yeah, away make from camp where then. The yeah. Yep. So you can either go back over to the left where the you left the original kids waiting, or you can go up to the north, um, just above where you are at the moment. And um, that's a nice little sort of protected area that you can sort of just have to guard the front. Uh, Hengist, the scribe, well, is it morning yet? Uh, at the moment, it's three three o'clock in the morning. So just waiting to okay. see if there's I'll anything else you need to do. Uh, you're just looking to see yeah. if there's anything oh. else you want to do with um, while you've still got cat's eye up. Those kids are over with us. John's going to stay with the children. Okay. While I've got Darwalk and Cat's Eye and they're organising the camp, I'll walk down uh, towards the south, down right down here, just to make sure that there's no lurkers that they've all have buggered off. Uh, yeah, despite whatever I show on the map, yes, they are. They're buggered off. They're buggered off. Yeah, cool. I'm just going to go and get rid of them off the map. Oh, there they are. Tara, Caleb, and... Yolfie, and now we have three more children. So six children. Is Yolfie carrying a wagon wheel? Uh, I thought he was carrying a log. I think it was a um, a torch was next to him. That was so I could light up that area. Okay. So um, uneventful through the evening. You sort of grab four hours sleep. You wake up, sort of the sun's... Um, Definitely rising now into the sky. Uh, you've no longer got cats walk, dark walk, or anything like that. Um, and you are, uh, have been unmolested throughout the night. Unlike the kids. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Unlike a kid. Okay, so you're having, at the moment, you're keeping the two lots of kids separate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, the girl that was on the left-hand side uh, in the whitey-brown dress, um, her sister is, I think it's Gilfie or something like that. They're related. Um, she was taken from the original uh, homestead, and the other two uh, come from the second homestead that you guys had come along um, that had already been attacked. Okay. Basically... You've got this pit of ash that's now sort of cooled down. Uh, you've got the remnants all in there. And it's what are you up to? So, Hengist, um, should we follow the brew that fleed the previous evening? Or should we take these children somewhere safe? I will try to get that uh, gem first. Yeah, mate, we need to get that gem. You know, the the other gem was bloody good. <laughs> there was good. Oh, I thought that was Dave. I thought he was here already. <laughs> I tell you now, if the fucking dog's getting someone, I'm not. <laughs> That's right. He wanted that gem. Syndra's looking lovingly at um, Chamomile and sort of thinking that the poor Chamomile, after the damage that she took after the last thing, he has kept the uh, bison well away from this area. Well, at least he learns from his mistakes. I want to say, and he's, he's checked out Boris really well. Grab a, a long stick and I'm going to sift 
the ashes with this long stick, seeing if I can upend that ruby or, or gem, whatever it was. Okay, it was a big emerald. Yeah, it was the size of my fist. Okay, so um, it was a good big emerald, and it was originally smack bang in the um, the bruise center of his forehead. Okay, that was the only thing that you'd seen on the outside. Um, but of course, everything, like all of their gear, everything you've thrown in the pit. I've got an air elemental that we can use to, to blow the ash away to get to the, the guts of it. Where is it? Here we go. Just poking around. Okay, so you've got a, um, so something the size of my fist at the bottom of the pit is, what was it, 10 meters by five meters by, Ten let's meters. say, uh, yeah. So let's say there's One, about a hundred mil or four inches deep worth of ash in the bottom after everything is sort of burned away. Um, that it's fine ash, so you can spend half an hour or so just um, working around with the stick and you can see a couple of items down the bottom that haven't melted. A um, couple of weapons, a couple of uh, other bits and pieces. And then you see a couple of lumps at the bottom. Um, uh, with a bit of further poking, you'd notice that one of them's definitely flashing green. Ah. I'm surprised I got that search roll. Spotted it. I believe. Does anyone want to volunteer to jump down there and grab it? 10 meters. Well, why don't you just use the air elemental and bring everything up? Fair enough. Cool. Okay. I shall. Small air elemental is enough to bring that. Get down there and bring the stuff up? Yeah, it's not, none of it's particularly heavy. All right. Let's do that. Okay, do you want the weapons, etc.? Yeah, just bring everything up and everything. Yeah, bring everything that's physical and looks sort of... We can dump it and then have get the ash off it and then have a look to see if anything's... Yeah, just um, elementals are not smart. So whatever the basic construction is. That's all good. Send it down, bring the stuff up. Do I have to be specific in what, what I'm telling it to do? Yep, I'll listen to you. You, to you give me the instruction and the elemental will do exactly that. Oh, good. Um, it's not as bad as a gin. Let's go with... Um, it's going to start bringing everything up. Can we specifically see what's down there? Can I, can I say the items? Will it understand what the items are? Uh, the longer you spend digging through, then the um, longer you've got, uh, yeah, the more chance you've got of actually seeing exactly what the specific items are. So far you've found um, there's um, a lump of dark stuff. There's a lump that flashed green. Uh, there's definitely some remnants of weapons. Only the swords and daggers have survived. Let's poke all, all, that, <clears throat> all that stuff to one, one side of the pit and, and then tell it to get all that stuff up. Okay. And then the rest of it's pretty much just ash now. A few stones where things have collapsed back into the hole. It was a rather nicely clean, you know, very impressive split. So we're um, basically, Sammy's saying, um, put all of the weapons, etc., to one side, um, sorting that out. And um, there's these two lumps, um, the green lump and the black lump that have come up as well. 
okay, apart from that, all the rest of it's just ash. And, you know, of course, the air elemental being an air elemental has sort of stirred it all up and, you know, it looks a little bit like a, um, a tornado starts to scatter out of the area after a while. But um, within sort of 15 minutes, the air elemental has pulled up um, half a dozen sort of remnant weapons. Um, there's an axe head. There's um, two swords that look a little bit misshapen. There's one that's, there's a um, shield boss that's left. Um, and that's pretty much it. What's the black thing? It's, uh, are you picking it up to have a look at it or are you? I'll, I'll kick it with my foot. Okay, it's basically like a black lump of crystal. Anybody got detect magic? It's Hengist? Uh, is that a spell or a lore? Uh, a yeah, spell. spell. Detect enemy. Detect truth. I only have detect cold. Nope. He has pierce veil. Hengist does? Yep. Okay, so um, if you have a look in the sorcery under pierce veil, mm -hmm. that's probably the um, most useful technique he's got. All right, that's a sorcery spell. I'm almost there. Okay, page 397. Uh, it only affects the caster. The spell's range is how, faster the, how far the caster sees the spell. Okay, yeah, he can... Detect magic points. No. Is that three points of magic or rune? Uh, it's magic points. So, so far, you guys have got back... A Just four? We only slept four hours? Uh, no, well, it's a quarter oh, of your magic quarter? points. Yep. Okay. So, my magic points are... Oh, well, I'd only lost four anyway, so... Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, I guess yeah, I'll attempt to use that. Um, what do I need to roll for that? Uh, yep, this is actually a spell. This is one that you will need to spend a bit of time prepping to to cast. Okay. I think it's on a skill sheet under magic. It's got um, so he's got normally he's got a twenty percent chance to cast this. So you can spend basically an hour um, prepping. Yeah, I'll do that. Well, is everyone fine? Yep. Waiting that's an good. hour. Yep, that's good. Okay. And during that time, I'll, I'll take another look for the arrows. Yeah, because no, no daylight. All, all up, you pick up around a dozen arrows that haven't been sort of thrown in the bottom with the um, bodies. Okay. Okay. Now, how much do I boost the modifier? Uh, I'm actually just trying to find it. Okay. If you. So you'll get a plus 40% chance to cast. Success. Okay. So you look at both the black lump and the green lump. Okay. The green lump is um, dead to your sight. Like there is nothing emanating from it. Um, the black lump is a... Um, it's a... Gar crystal, so it's a, a magic point matrix that can hold magic points in it. It's got 
six magic points in it out of a potential 10. Okay. Okay. Um, you can't see anything else in it apart from that. I'll do an evaluate on the green one. That's all right. It's worth billions, billions, I tell you. At the same time, Sindrid sort of looks at it and says, mate, that's where shit. Okay. The... Did Snoo want it? Yeah, give it to Snoo. Yeah, Snoo was after it. Right from the right from the time he saw it on the head, he got the green-eyed jealousy took over as soon as he saw that green emerald sitting in, his, in its head. And his brew lover. Well, basically, now that Snoo is not here... Anyone can have it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Teach him not, not to miss games. So the the um, the black lump is a uh, like a crystal. It's not quite the same, but it's um, it, it's a magic point matrix, and it's currently got six out of the potential ten magic points that it can hold in it. So the difference is with, um, of course, these crystals, and that is that you guys have to fill them up. They don't regenerate on their own. What's a what's a gar crystal? Uh, it's basically a bit of blood from the old gods that um, from the god wars before the compact, and where they bled out, um, the drops of blood formed into crystals of different sorts, and so um, for some reason they were always just called gar crystals for the dead ones. Do we um, we can't use the magic points that are in there though, can we? Yep, we can. Yep, so um, base, I think someone's got a magic point storage crystal already, but... Um, yeah, I th I've got that. Yep, so it just acts like that. It just means that uh, when you've got some spare magic points, you top it back up, and it's there as a battery to sort of um, use for casting spells when you want to. So does that mean that the other ones regenerate then? No, there's some... Um, there are some that actually regenerate. Uh, they're live crystals. They, they have to be attuned. So what's the difference between this a guard crystal and a normal magic storage crystal? Just the, it's a different just, type. Just how it generates or how it was made. So a guard crystal is part of um, they generally have a particular sheen to them, whereas a magic point matrix someone's actually created. Uh -huh. gotcha. So a magic point matrix can be created in any item, whereas a guard crystal is always a piece of um, stone or crystal. Cool. Well, I've already got one. Who wants that? Oh, I was muted. Uh, whoever's yeah, some, whoever's some of that wrecks off a lot of spells. I was thinking, Hengus would just hold on to it for now. Yeah. Cool. No, he, he has, does not. He already uh, has no, one. Though, yeah, he does. He has that um, the the crystal um, that Snoo's going to grab back anyway. Um, oh, he, he didn't put it in his uh, magic points oh, and storage. Yeah. No, I, no, so I assume it's. Not. No, he doesn't have an actual. Um, he has the fire, the fire crystal. Mm. Is it? Is it? Does that essentially do the same thing then? Uh, it has a lot of different things that it does, but it has to be attuned to be able to use it. Um, but he was going to hold on to it in the meantime for Enders, because Enders was worried about um, the fact that he had such a low power and may become susceptible to something that the crystal wants him to do. Okay. Would Roll hold on to this, or should I just toss it over to John? Yeah, it's like, definitely, uh, Hengist is, like, he's definitely keen to sort of get items that lets him down cast more spells, because at the moment, um, by the time he casts Blade Sharp 4, and 
a couple of other um, sorcery spells. He's pretty much gutted himself with magic points. All right, he'll pocket it for now. Yep. There's and no objection. No, and Snoo, you've got the fire crystal back. Unfortunately, you can't use a lot of it at the moment because you can't attune it just yet. Uh, that was for Enders? Yep. Um, so it has a power of 19 to attune. So, um, and the problem is that if you fail to attune, you can never ever attempt to attune it again. And you can lose like a D3 to a D6 of your own power uh, if you fail. I'll let him do that when he wants to. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool item, but it's super, super dangerous. I'll put it in, in somewhere. What, what was it called? Uh, just note down the fire crystal in your in your inventory. That was the one where um, Enders one-shotted the dragon snails and then ripped it out of its body. And in the process, when it came out, it, um, the goo hit the ear and burnt his arm completely. He just about lost his entire arm. So what do we do then? Do we we're just gonna head head on to track down these two that have got away, or are we gonna um, head back to civilization to dump these kids? I think we probably should drop the kids first because they the more we're getting them, you're beginning to look like the child crusade heading across the map. Jean nods her approval to the dad. The dad or the dad? I don't know actually. <laughs> probably the dad. <laughs> okay, so just as a summary, that um, you set out to sort of sweep across because there had been some sense of evil that had been um, trying to affect the quest that Harris was doing. Mm -hmm. You ran into these um, basically rune level uh, brew um, pretty much straight away, and you've managed to collect the children, which was the other part that you guys were taken on yourselves to do so um you can head to the south or southeast and okay so um you can head down to the southeast and head to clearwine fort or you can go down to the south i'll just drop you over onto the other map so you can have a look or you can have a look in the handouts fort sounds like it has a bit more stability um what, what is what is the state of the children this morning have they done their attempt to shake off the disease with the boost? I you're not really sure. All right, Jean's going to go take their temperature. Uh, is that with a uh, oral or anal sort of gauge? Or do you want to put your finger tip? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thinking more just hand on the forehead, but if we okay. want to be a little more invasive. This is sounding more and more like a Catholic road trip than ever. <laughs> it is St. Jean d'Arc. Okay, so you guys are on Starfire Ridges at the moment, somewhere in around here. Okay, so there's the inn down there. There's Quackford. And where you need to be in about a week to 10 days' time is at the Old Tower. So uh, basically you can drop down onto the inn. Yep, so you can drop down onto the inn, you can head down to um, Quackford, or you can um, head over to Clearwine Fort, which is a couple of days' travel. I think we have time to go to the Clearwine Fort. 
Where, and where were we down. meeting them? Was that Clearwine, was it? Uh, Old Tower. In, in a week to 10 days, you need to be back at Old Tower. Do uh, we know what the inn is? Is it like a fortified homestead, or is it literally just an inn? Uh, it's an inn, which means that it's got some buildings and farmers around it. And we're Little Reach. Is that where we are at the moment? Basically there. And when the when the brew ran off, they ran towards cinder pits? You're not really sure. So initially they went south, um, although mucus um, ran directly east. So um, they've headed off somewhere back in that direction, you think. You could head back to Grey Dog Village, but that's like a day and a bit's travel to get back there. Um, yeah. But... Yep, where are we tower. supposed to be meeting them again? South. Yeah, that's in about a week's a week to ten days' time. So we should just travel on the way there anyway if we're dropping them. Because I mean, how? F oh, so Greenhaft would be what where they probably these kids may have been before, no? And their parents would visit or have gone there for supplies or um, whatever. Where the no? A is on that Starfire Ridges? That's about where you're looking at going to. Uh, sorry, that's about where you got them from. But um, they would have, potentially, their parents would have um, gone down to Grey Dog Village. They would have gone over to Clearwine Fort. Everything's only like a couple of days' travel max from here. Uh, Clearwine Fort is uh, like a capital of Colomar, right? Yep, that's right. It's uh, where the Queen Lake of Blackspear is based. Let's do that. We might get a bit of um, a bit more praise than if we go to Grey Dog. If we rock up with all these rescued kids, we could... We could get a bit of um, kudos out of it if we go to clear one. And there is a uh, big Ernalda temple, so if, if there is some healing, if these kids are dying on, on, on our way there, they can be get back up if someone wants to. Have we got a um, a holy day in between then? Because my... In a week is... In about a six to seven days is the... Um, uh, Stormball, I think it is. So this associated Lightbringer cult, we can get some rune magic back? It's an associated cult, yep. So where are we on that map that you've just put up? We're still on the Starfire Ridges near Grey Dog Inn? No, or in between Hillhaven? You're on that sort of, um, again, right where the A and the R for Starfire is. Right, so, okay. Yep. So Hillhaven... Hillhaven would have been the closest village to these guys. Yeah. So Grey Dog and then Hillhaven would have been the two closest spots, yep. Because you guys have travelled basically two to three hexes in the process of collecting the kids. You pretty much started on like the R of Starfire and then worked your way south. Also just looking because there was another handout. Yeah, there was those Starfire Ridges ones in the handouts, but they, um, they tilted the wrong way. My... My vote is to head in the general direction that the brew went, ending up at Clearwine Fort, dump the kids, and then then duck back into the ridges. Ah, it's over is Clearwine Fort on this map? The Clearwine Fort is probably a good three days. Um, yeah, if you put the kids on the, the bison and you got sort of trooped off as well, the Clearwine Fort's about three days away. Right, okay, which then puts us out of time to get to Old Tower. Yeah, it starts getting close. Uh, Hillhaven is about a day away. Like um, you'd probably get there tonight if you pushed it. 
uh, good playturn would be two days. Let's do Hillhaven then. Well, VDAD's got a fairly good idea of the times around this area. Yeah, my, my vote's Hillhaven then. Sure. Get in, dump them, get back out again. Sure. Let's do that. Okay. Means we're going to be not. Uh, who? When was the holy day? Uh, hang on, let's bring up the calendar. And do they need a an actual shrine, or just a shrine to all gods? Definitely the better the better one you're at the better. So it's currently the twenty first day of st storm season, which is um, God's Day and Death Week. On the thirty fourth is Storm Bull's uh, Day. On twenty seventh is uh, Chalana Aroy's one. And Babista uh, Gore Ernolda is uh, in three days' time. Hang on, sorry, what were we, 21st? Yep, so 20, 21st day of um, God's Day of Death Week. So the thing is, if Harris hasn't turned up, if Harris hasn't turned up by the 33rd or the 34th, he says we're dead. Okay, and that's when the storm ball. Um, storm balls, anyway. yeah, storm ball stays. Huh? So we're not going to have a chance. Chalana Roy can potentially get some yep. stuff back. But, but Chalana Roy is an associated cult. Yeah, Chalana Roy is an associated cult to all you guys. Um, but Beast of Gore for um, for V Dad. So um, oh, yeah. so you could drop off the kids, and because you're back on the road, you could get round to Clear Wine Fort in time for um, uh, in time for the Anolder. Um, slash Beast of Gore days that would get most of you some room points back. And if you stayed on for a couple of days through to Chilana or Roy, then um, the rest of you would all be topped back up again. And that would give you three days to get back to Tower ready for Harris. Yeah, once you're back on that main road, you'll get round really fast. Uh, the problem is that a lot of the time at the moment, you guys are traveling on goat tracks. Jumping out of the actual sort of game time, um, if you guys want to go to um, Clearwine Fort, uh, we'll just dump the kids, drop everything, um, go there, do, get your roles and do your experience roles, and then we'll have it set up that we've sort of skipped forward to two weeks with um, just being recharged and having done your experience roles, ready to go at the old tower. Let's do that, I reckon. Mm -hmm. Okay. If, before we bring the kids to the fort, though, we should make sure that they're cured of their disease now so it doesn't spread. Yeah, you got a problem of you can help them resist their roles and sort of um, make sure that they survive well, but you haven't got any mm -hmm. room points to cure them. Oh, no, I have three. Oh, you still have the three points left. Oh, yep, so then you can cure them the next day. The big one is going to be Enders. Am I able to cure them without using the rune points, though? No. So what does the treat disease do for the resistant roles? It just uh, makes it so that they don't decay faster? I know it's in the knowledge skills. Yeah, it's page 182. Doubles a victim's chance for success at the next con recovery roll. Oh, so they can recover from this, I think. Yep, that's right. So that's, but it's a, um, you can't necessarily heal them straight off. Okay. Uh, have they done their con recovery roll? They only have to do it on, um, depending on their survival, uh, sorry, their um, level of infection. So, um, because um, Chamomile failed miserably on her initial rolls, she was going to die within sort of a matter of minutes, um, whereas these guys don't seem to be going downhill that fast at all. Okay. 
So from last night, I doubled their chance for success at their next recovery roll. That, yeah, that's right. Yep. And do, do I need to do that again today? No. Okay. So, like, in in terms of everything, um, they've got a mild headache and um, a little bit of a temperature, but nothing that's glaringly obvious. You know, in modern terms, you'd give them a couple of aspirin or Panadol and leave them to it. So I th so I'd be able to discern that they do not need the rune magic, or would they still need it? The rune magic just heals them instantly, and it, it takes away weeks of sort of them having to fight it. I think I'd try to like to hold on to the rune magic in case anything else happens in the interim on our way. Yeah. So if they fumble, if they if they fumble their rolls, then they go up a level of um, seriousness. Okay. So at the moment, right. you would you would say that they're only mildly infected. Okay. Do they need another roll for the? Should I do another treat disease for their next roll? No, because that still count. The one that you did yesterday is still good. Okay, I'll do it for Ender's though. That would probably be a good one. Yep. All right, success for that to boost. Okay. The skill, and then now for the treat disease. Okay. Such so a double is con roll for when he has to make it. So disease is on page one fifty four. Okay, Ender's. Yes. You have been exposed to a disease. All right. Okay, so make a con times five. Con times five. There we go. Made it? Yep. Okay. You do not have a disease. That is very good. You you were um, covered in blood and you had the potential for a disease, but your, um, your natural ability to ward off such evil things has secured your health. Okay. That's good. So now why was it only con times five? Is that uh, with the double bonus? Uh, just on the... So if on page 154. Mm -hmm. So disease effects and resistance to disease. When an adventurer is exposed to a disease, the player must roll on the contines five or less. If the player is successful, the adventurer has not contracted the disease. Oh, but with the treat disease, it doubles his... Chance yeah, is yeah, con yeah. chance. But it's still, but it's still a con times five, right? Oh, it's still con times five, okay. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't actually sick, I just... Yeah, he had the potential for being sick. Actual, yeah, but didn't, didn't get the actual disease. So what had happened is he'd been covered in the blood and that um, was the uh, catalyst for him potentially being diseased, but um, his body naturally resisted it. And your 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 thing gave him a bonus. All right. Rather, the random roll con times 10, it was easier to just do the con times 5 and work it from there. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was my question. I was wondering if it would have been a con times 10. Yeah, just easier to roll con 5 and then adjust. Yep. Okay, so um, the next part is you guys get to do some experience rolls. And from memory, there's a few of them now because you've had like three or four um, big sessions in between. Um, so just... Um, if we start with either Tostin or Vdad, um, just going through your sheets. 